Hello guys and welcome to another week of Align and Shine and this week we are talking about the ROI, the return on investment on your spending but we are going to talk about the energy that you get from spending. Welcome to the Align and Shine podcast. I'm your host Tanisha Joshi, entrepreneur, life coach and lightworker. I am here to help you upgrade your mindset unlock all of your manifestations and evolve energetically. The real glow up is internal and this podcast was designed with you in mind. So put those AirPods in, find your safe space and turn the volume right up. Come along on this beautiful expansive journey with me to explore the endless possibilities of the universe where we align to shine. Every time I record one of these I'm always a little bit like how are we another week in to our lives <laughs> it's like the weeks go so quickly that I'm recording another one and it just makes me think wow life's going so fast like we really need to start paying attention to that I definitely I'm trying to slow down I, I recognize that this week I need to slow down and start enjoying moments a little bit more um, but let's get into energetic spending and what is the ROI of that Money affects us all. It's one of the things that most of my clients will come to me and say that they are trying to manifest. And it's because it significantly impacts all the other metrics of our lives. If we don't have money, it's hard to explore, it's hard to be sociable, your relationships get impacted. You know, we have a cost of living that we need to maintain, and that is all around money. It's not just about how we spend money, it's the way we save it. And I really want to talk about how we align money with our higher selves. Okay, so go and grab your cup of tea. I hope you've got your AirPods in. Settle in and let's talk energetic spending. It's funny because when someone talks a lot about money, there's a sense of people thinking there's a greed that comes in. And there's no problem with having a want for money, right? Money, like I just mentioned builds so many different parts of our lives. It's like a domino effect on every other part of our life. Let's be realistic. Money impacts so many different parts of our lives. So it's not greed. It's about being aware of your money and your financials and the freedom that you have and making sure that you are using your money wisely. We've also been taught to guard it, to save it, And that's because there's a scarcity mindset, which I will go into, and to only spend on things that are sensible investments with a clear return on investment, which is very apparent to see. There was a phenomenon recently about girl maths, and that really was signifying that you can't sometimes explain why you're buying into something and you will make a theory up or, you know, an excuse up just to justify this spend. But In reality, you don't need to do that. If there is a clear energetic return on investment that you're getting from that expenditure, that's true for you, right? It doesn't need to make sense for anyone else. And I think this whole mentality of money and scarcity has come in from our ancestors having to work really, really hard, okay? We can't walk away from the fact that we have come from, when I say we, I come from a generation of British Indians and I'm fourth generation in this country but my ancestors worked really really hard right physically hard in conditions that weren't great for a little amount of money so that trauma has carried on through generations and we are aware 
of that, right? We are made to be aware of that situation. And it can feel quite heavy. It feels like a heavy coat that we can't take off. Can anyone else feel that? So growing up, I watched my parents and my grandparents and my aunts and my uncles and just people around me with a really scarcity mindset, right? That money isn't easily available. So they held onto their money and they were trying to squeeze diamonds out of them. Holidays, any kind of luxuries, they weren't for them. They were for other people. We were taught to hoard our money and to save everything for a rainy day. But what if every day feels rainy because you've not learned to dance the storm? We are living in this lifestyle where we're not enjoying the one thing that we are working for, money, right? We spend all our time and invest a huge proportion of our lives on earning money. And the generations before us were just hoarding it. So this old school saving mantra has now split us into two camps. So I... And these are the extreme, right? There's some people who are in the middle of this. I'm going to talk about the two extremities here. So we have emotional spenders, people who can't spend enough and they keep spending. They spend with their emotions. They spend like the things that they are buying is going to heal them, right? And that sometimes is a response to the trauma because you want to do something different and you're almost rejecting that ideology. And then on the other side, we have people who are so scared of letting go of their money and they don't feel abundant and they do not think that money will flow into their lives easily. So if you're an emotional spender, right, you know who you are. (laughs) You know that you are spending money on things like it's your comfort food for your soul, right? If you're feeling low, you'll get a takeout. And I've been there, right? I've binged when I've not felt great about myself but think about the return on investment of that okay nothing used to soothe me better than those Domino's pizzas a pepperoni pizza and the cookies oh my gosh like lush that would feed my soul but when I think about the return on investment when I'm already feeling quite crappy about myself it's not great I'm feeling more lethargic more tired my waistline is growing the return on investment just made me feel worse energetically, right? So recognizing your habits is one step. What triggers you to spend? Is it boredom? Is it sadness? Is it that intoxicating rush of payday? Once we see the pattern, we can start to rewrite and we can start to spend in a way that is energetic. For example, I had this one client And she shared a story with me that she kept buying gifts for friends. It was because she felt lonely, right? And then she looked through her statements and realized that she was buying connections. But it wasn't buying connections at all. She was just wasting away her bank account and almost feeling quite resentful after it because no one would respond in the way that she wanted them to. Now let's flip the script. What if we were to think about our spending as a form of an energy exchange? Money is energy. That's how we need to see it. Ask yourself, what is the best version of me doing with her money? Is she buying another round of drinks? Or is she investing in a course that's going to improve her mindset and her career? And be practical with what you have, right? So sometimes when we talk about spending and I start sharing ways to invest in yourself, a lot of people respond, but I can't afford that. 
but then make a shift. Make a shift in your lifestyle because a lot of people who are saying that are spending, I don't know, like 100 to 150 pound on partying every single week. And there's a better use of that because how does that make you feel? I'm not saying never do it, but start stripping back some stuff, right? Do you need the daily latte? Do you need another outfit every time you go out? Or would it be better to start a gym membership so you start feeling better in the clothes that already exist in your wardrobe? Maybe you can get a life coach to help you with your mindset because you've been feeling depressed and your depression is what's triggering your shopping, your overspending. Be practical with what you have and start shifting your spends to things that are going to improve you and going to help you be that best version of you. So I just want to touch on something, the ROI of joy. It's a little bit controversial for some people. What is the return on investment for experiences that light up our souls? We can't quantify it to people, right? But the value of seeing your favorite artist, I'm going to say Taylor Swift because that's on my bucket list, in concert would be like life-changing. The energy that would give me and the inspiration that follows You don't even take a mental note of how that one event inspires you moving forward. It's not just about the concert. It's about the shift in your mindset, the memories that you create, the stories that you're going to tell. And let's be clear, I'm not an advocate for reckless spending. What I'm suggesting is a shift on how we evaluate what's worth your money. Sometimes the return isn't immediately visible on our bank balance. Not the way that our parents and our grandparents would expect it to be so. But it's deeply felt in the elevation of your spirit and the alignment that you feel with your true self. It's that little smile that it gives you for days after. And emotional spending won't do that for you. Emotional spending is spending in the moment and then feeling quite guilty about it one hour later. And almost feeling like you need another hit, another shopping hit. And it's not just about spending on big experiences. It's little things as well. I have invested a lot in myself this past year, more than ever. I'm really trying to level up myself in areas that I needed to take away from me because I only have a certain amount of brain capacity and I'm quickly realizing that I can't consume everything. There's some things that I'm really passionate about that I want to consume, but there's parts of my business that I need to let go of and I need to invest in to give me time, right? I'm buying time. So I have a cleaner now and that was one thing in my culture that is still a little bit controversial. I mean, I think it's improving, but some people will still look down on that. But here's the thing, right? I have a vision for myself, a purpose for myself, and that doesn't include cleaning my bathrooms every single week. And what I mean by that is I want to make better use of my time. I'll do it when I have to. Yeah, I'll scrub those floors. But I need to reserve my energy for things that I can't outsource, like recording this podcast, because only I can do that. And I love doing this and spending quality time with my kids rather than spending all evening cleaning up my house after the kids go to bed and feeling absolutely exhausted the day after that I don't have the energy to do something great with them. I don't have the energy to put into my coaching and give 100% to my clients And even this podcast, you'll start to see a decline on my energy because I'm misusing my energy. But my expenditure allows me to buy time for me. So how do we start aligning our spending with our higher selves? 
It starts with understanding what we truly value. Is it education? Is it your health? Is it your relationships? Once you're clear on that, your spending decisions will become more intentional, more in tune with who you are and who you want to become. So if you have a vision board, start to align your values with that and how they can link into spending. Who do you want to become and who do you want to be? You know, what are your experiences going to look like and how can you start shifting your money in a way that's going to suit that vision for you? And I challenge you to start thinking about where your money is currently going. Is it reflecting the best version of you? Because if not, you need to make a shift this month, right, we're on the 21st of February, so I'm going to say next month, you're going to make a shift on that. So I'm going to share some values that are really big for me, right? The way that I look and the way that I come across is important to me. Me spending money on my lashes, my hair, my clothes, the way that I look. And I remember being called vain for it. And I even remember going into an office once and a girl said to me, oh, I wouldn't be able to come in with that amount of makeup on every day. And I wasn't wearing a lot of makeup. I love color. So yeah, I always wore color on my eyes. But I just thought, wow, this is the thing that drives my confidence and makes me look up at people and makes me walk into a room and feel so good and so alive. My choices in how I put myself across are my values, right? And so I like to spend money on things that make me feel good and look good because I show up differently. And if I show up differently, then I attract differently. I become more of a magnet for clients and experiences that are meaningful for me. So no one can take away your what that's going to get you there. Whatever you want to buy, be it a handbag that makes you feel absolutely amazing every time you wear it. May it be coaching or counseling that's really going to change your world for your mindset and help you with your anxiety and your depression. A gym membership that will help you get into the clothes that make you feel so good. Those clothes that you've been looking at in your wardrobe or the ones that you haven't bought yet because maybe you're not spending money at all because you are holding back from buying anything until you have this body. So why don't you invest in something to get you that physique that you are looking for? You know, maybe a nutritionist, maybe a gym membership, a PT, whatever it takes for you to become that best version of you so that you can start attracting what you are seeking because this is what it does for you. There's an evolution of us that needs to happen. We don't just get from A to B by creating a vision board and leaving it there. There's a path that we need to walk. And when I have done classes before and I've talked about what does she look like? And I completely mean, what does she look like? Is she wearing red lipstick? Because maybe that symbolizes something for you. Maybe that symbolizes a power for you. It's important. The details matter. There's not a one size fits all. So do not be judgmental on other people's expenditures Obviously, like I mentioned, emotional spending, impulse spending is not an energetic way of spending, right? Not in a good way. Your balance will look different from mine and from your friends. And that's completely fine because it's yours and no one can take that away from you. As we come to a close, I want to leave you with this one thought. Money is energy. And like all energy, it's in constant motion, And it's up to us to direct that money to a path that serves us. 
that aligns us to a higher self and our deepest purpose and that vision board, that vision that you have for you that you keep thinking about. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this conversation sparked some deep insight for you and maybe even inspired some changes for you in your spending habits. And if it has, I always love to hear about it. I know I'm on a podcast, but I'm available on my Instagram at Align and Shine Coach. You, if you send me a message there, I will respond. Drop me a line and share your story. Let's continue to support each other and align our finances with our truest selves. Until next time, you guys keep striving, keep thriving and keep aligning. Bye guys.